1: Welcome, welcome everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here as uh, the winter is finally coming to a close and we're getting into driving during the daytime to come to the studio.
0: Like a heat wave today,
1: huh? Oh. <laughs>
2: 50. You the know, lights.
3: No,
0: st- no, it the- was cold. We were cold. I had to steal Yeah, the it, was it was cold outside today. this morning. Uh,
1: uh, the food drive was cold. It was right. cold. It, it was it was cold. You I had to take one of the veterans' jackets. I had to give me a jacket. It yeah. was windy here <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. too.
2: gotta <laughs> jacket. It warmed up it in the frozen. afternoon. Come on. Suck yeah. it up. What's yeah, but we England?
1: were all done by uh noon. Oh eleven thirty. Oh jeez. Yeah. Um I mean the the lineup uh gets started there at ten o'clock and uh they start to drive through at ten fifteen and at ten thirty it, it's in full
0: it was, it was almost it was past the brewery, almost out to one thirty nine for an hour.
1: Again. Again, that's 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 yeah. unfortunately every month is like that. Yeah. Every single month has been like that for a while. So you know, we we'll we'll keep we'll, going until we keep going. You know, until we can't find the food anymore. Yeah. Uh so we got a couple of donations, I think, today, Wolfie. From what I understand,
0: yeah, yeah, the show worked. It's um the sheriff's office has an aquaculture. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but it's it's like a self sustaining thing at at the. It's um, hydroponic. Chris. Thank you very much. They
1: have a hydroponic right. uh, uh, vegetable. At Norfolk County? Uh, no, no, no Plymouth. Plymouth. Oh, Plymouth County. Plymouth. Plymouth.
0: So it's uh, David Rose, and then the sheriff McDonald, and they built a gorgeous situation. So it has fish. That fertilized the water that they put the uh, the prisoners, put all little seeds in the little rubber thing and it grows and they plant it in another thing so it doesn't use soil. And they have like a whole different set of lettuces in the winter every month. So they gave us five cases. Nice. nice. It was really, really nice. nice. So we nice. got to supplement the, the canned stuff. With nice. The, um, and then we had some eggs. We had some Kentucky fried chicken along with the regular. Good. Um, and then we have jackets. Uh, the Where'd clay, they come you know, from? South Shore Community Action Council. Oh, good. She said, can you use jackets, men's and women's jackets? I said, absolutely. Give me the five cases. Yeah. So Tommy Tomatoes and Jimmy just stood outside and said, what size are you? Are you cold? Did the people take some jackets? Yeah, they took most of them. Yeah, there's five cases. I think they took four and a half. There's one or two jackets left over. And we couldn't have them stop and really try it on because the line just keeps going. There's over 100 cars. so. They would say, that, yeah, that's a beautiful, I'm a medium, he's a medium, we gave it a thank you, they are putting it right. So, so, Greg and I were the only ones cold the whole we, day. We had Why no jackets. No, no, jackets. no, no jackets. That's it's all right. One of the last jackets was one of the guys that See, gave me See, Wolfie decided
1: he's going to put on a jacket? Yeah. Not me. Right. I got my car left. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, it was quite a turnout today, and, uh.
0: Probably seven thousand, eight thousand pounds of food. You
1: know, and 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 next next um, month it's it's late. It's the fourteenth, Wolfie, I think. Yeah, we are in March. And we got screwed oh, up because
0: last Thursday March. was the first, so it was. Yeah, it seemed like it was a week early. Yeah, so now
1: then it's going to be late. So March fourteenth will be the uh, the next uh, uh, date on the. Uh, uh, for the, on the food drive calendar. so as uh, so
0: long as we're talking about that, we need two things. One is we need everybody to come down, come here, they line up at ten, so really line up at ten, because as soon as everyone's ready, they open up maybe quarter past ten, and then we still need the commercial donations. Yeah, um, we really need some food. We're getting rid of seven, eight thousand pounds, six, eight 000, no seven, eight thousand pounds of food, and it's hard to get. Yeah, so anyone that has the big. Um,
1: commercials is that the right word? Commercial situation? Uh, Commercial distribution. Yeah. That maybe you have 10 or 20 cases of string beans. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Whatever it is uh, uh, that's non-perishable. And we'll take things that are close to extinction, but we don't want stuff that's like... You know, we want quality food. Correct. We want quality food, and uh, that's what we've been doing. I think, Wolfie, everything looks yeah. beautiful. Oh, everything's today. really nice
0: stuff. Yeah, yeah. We have the canned stuff. as those pantry bags is terrific stuff. The the Kentucky Fried Chicken really is Kentucky. It's a couple good. of those places. Um, the eggs we had like a dozen. Not not the containers. They had like fifty containers in, and we had yeah. a dozen boxes of eggs with all the containers and, in them. And and, and, and really a truck a truckload of iced
1: tea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, once again, those those guys from the uh, the uh,
0: Pepsi, PepsiCo? PepsiCo. PepsiCo.
1: It's the PepsiCo distributors. It's Pepsi, Pepsi-Cola is 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 who they are, and uh, I, I I don't. Big Mike drives it down from Severance Trucking. They give him a truck. We give him
0: back two bottles of soda Yeah. In exchange for a sport. He got one one cookie and his bottle of soda, but they take, they take it from like the way up to Bell Ricker or something. Mikey's from New Hampshire. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it, it's it's a ways away. So uh, we're really fortunate, and we've been growing it little by little. Wolfie, uh, you know when we started community action council, they couldn't give us enough. They yeah. said, "Come take yeah. this, take it, take we it, take it." it, every, it. Week. Every, every week, every week they wanted it, and now it's like, and "Hello, hello," and nobody's answering the door. And well, most of the food pantries are low.
2: I mean, there's so much. Yeah, the low. need is so high. No yeah, question. Uh, and everyone's doing the same thing. You, you know, it's
1: own. funny. The stock market is is about, freaking yeah. f- forget, 10,000 th- ten points above anything that it's ever been before. It's about yeah, 38,000 30, or it's, something, it's, you know? It's
0: 30,000 above where it's ever been. It,
1: yeah. yeah. And and 30, it's, uh, ah. you know, the, the, the rich are getting so much richer. And the middle class, unfortunately, we're kind of getting shoved to the side with raising food costs.
2: Yeah. And we just have to continue to, you know, look for different ways, and I think uh, most pantries are doing that, yeah. uh, finding it.
1: Yeah, and and we need some more philanthropic folks, yeah. uh, and, and you know we, we really do. The grass guy just
0: came in <laughs> and gave us a big griff, uh, gift card, and the people. we didn't know what to do with two or three gift cards. So in my old age, I got smart, I gave them to Kim. And she goes, like, to BJ Wholesale, one of those type of places at yeah. Costco. And she took all the gift cards at 25 bucks, and she got a truckload. I said, get protein. So she got cases and cases of tuna. Okay. Go. Perfect. Perfect. So, I said that was perfect. So you have those 25, because, geez, we have 100 people go through. We can't give two people a gift cards. you know, 20 people. No, no, no. no. So, no. so, you want so food we figured mm. we'll give it to Kim, and I said, just buy the, the best deal you can on really good protein. So every month, Kim's going to do that. Yeah. And that's the best works. way to use those gift cards. Yeah. I mean, Yeah, that, yeah,
2: because, that is um, the way. Unfortunately, yeah. sometimes people take the gift card, and it's not used mm. the way it should be. And this way yeah. here, you can get more Instead of just giving yeah. ten, twenty dollar cards, you take that two hundred dollars and you can go yeah. to places like Costco, BJ's, yeah, she and you a, can get more
1: for your value. Yeah, no question. Um, yeah.
0: So, 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 give us those gift cards to um, Veteran Voice Radio. Get them to Greg. Greg, get them to Kim. And then my sister Kim. And is, if you want
1: to leave them downstairs uh, yeah. here at the studio anytime during the week, uh, from nine to five, if you want to stop by, just leave our name on the on the envelope. Okay. Put a couple of You know, gift cards in there, and uh, like Wolfie said, what we're going to do is uh, uh, we're not going to... uh uh, encore to try to triple the money. Uh, you know we're going to give it to uh, Commander Kim. Yeah, Kim's. The uh, judge. Uh, the, uh, and she'll triple it. Oh, she'll she, triple she really it. Absolutely, just no. by beating oh, up the vendors. State. She was born to yeah. shop. She yeah.
0: walks right in there and goes right up to him. Grandpa Chester would be proud. Yeah. And here's here's the thing. She you're not going to go and go to the casino and triple it. Instead, she's going to triple the nutritional value yes. yeah. by using it smart. Yeah. yeah. Like Justin said, you buy the protein.
3: You said buy the protein. Yeah. And uh, this is the way, you know, you get the most nutritional value out of it for people who need to eat. And, and, you know, tuna fish is a little
1: bit expensive, you know, so it's nice to give people a nice treat every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's
3: something almost everybody likes. Yeah.
1: For sure. Yeah. Somehow. It's, and it, there's so many ways of doing stuff with it. So, uh... And it's an easy way to contribute without having to go shop,
2: get the food, or bring it here. Uh, and you know, it's, it's having...
1: No, no lifting. Put, like you said, put in an
2: envelope, put Veterans Voice, yep. drop it off here at the studio, and... Uh,
0: doesn't matter if you're an individual we'll and you cool. want to go down and spend $10 or if you're a corporation and you can go down and buy $500 cards. Doesn't matter. Anything you can buy on a card at any grocery store, you bring it down, we'll turn it into a happy belly for someone. Yeah. yeah. The grass guy from Hollywood Yarness, he, he heard it on the radio. He came down and gave us a nice gift card, so I'll go right to Kim. And then my sister is, I started to say, she's a born shopper. So she goes to Ocean State. They come up to I, We walked there with Ricky the other day. He says, when are you going to come in and buy all the sweatshirts? Here's a few hundred dollar gift certificate. We'll give you the deal. She got that happy card, whatever you call that. She has almost all the heavy hooded sweatshirts for next Uh, Christmas for the holidays for the Brockton VA at 200 she got for about $1,000 she has 200 nice nice so she's unbelievable so they see her coming and it's honorable and they know she's going to pay a little bit she's not asking for it for nothing so she knows it's veteran voice. They know it's veteran voice. They know it's legitimate. And they come up to Kim and say, what if I give you a couple extra cases of this and a couple extra cases of that? So, yeah, give it to us to give to Kim. Greg and I are not buying it. Somehow. So, Jace, Dustin, he's not, you know, we're not no, buying No, it. no, 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 We no, get beer no. if you give it to us. S-
1: somehow this is, uh morphed into uh, quite an experience. Uh, uh, little, little did I think, uh, Wolfie, you and I were talking over a couple of beers about... Maybe doing one, the right. first one that we set up here, and would anybody come? And sure enough, the first one people came. The first one people came.
0: Yeah, we sold out. to Sabrina. And they never we stopped coming. Out. Yep. Yeah, we, ne- we never had anything left over. Nope, nope, and so, all
1: on all these events, uh, it, it, it's been quite a ride. But we got a lot of things that are coming up this summer, and uh, we're going to be talking about those after this first break. So, Larry, why don't you? Take us away here for the first break, and we'll be back to talk about uh, what's coming up this year and uh, um, how are we are going to accomplish what we need to accomplish. Take it away, lad. We'll be back after these messages. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, hosting tonight's Veterans Voice Radio here. we got Justin, Gino, and uh, Wolfie making up our... Uh, our our panel tonight, but uh, uh, Justin, you and I were just talking uh, uh, during the last break about uh, an occurrence that just happened uh, a few days ago down in uh, Fall River. Do you want to let the audience know about that, please? Yeah,
2: we have a, uh, there's a park called Veterans Bicentennial Park, and inside that park, uh, there are several monuments. There's the Gold Star State Monument, the Iwo Jima, a 75% replica of the Iwo Jima Monument, We also have the Vietnam uh, Veterans Memorial Wall, which is an 80% replica. So inside this park, there's several parks. There's a uh, Korean monument. and um, So recently, we, being part of the committee uh, for the Vietnam Wall, we had 13 cameras installed in that park. We were really doing it for the wall, protect the wall security-wise. But uh, this past week, we had two 17-year-olds come in, and they tagged the um, Iwo Jima Monument with a yellow it looked almost like the street lines uh paint yeah and they went over to a plaque and they wrote uh something across that in the same spray paint and uh it was the same paint yeah same paint yeah and so uh police got involved and then they came to us and wanted to see our security cameras and we shared that with them and the detective um on the case was a veteran. Oh, boy. So oh, he, boy. Had a, yeah, he had an interest. they <laughs> in trouble. They had
1: no chance. Yeah, and
2: uh, within, I think, 24 hours, he had two of them already. Oh, And I guess wow. they were arraigned this morning, I understand. Wow. And there are two more that uh, we have on film, and uh, we... Uh, Thank uh, God for cameras. Assume that they'll be the next two to get arraigned, but uh, I think there's what? a bigger picture here, and that's what we were talking about yeah. earlier. You know, I mean, the first reaction for most of the veterans is... You know, let's not prosecute them. Let's, let's us take care of it, you know, which that's, uh, dangerous. that's, that's a dangerous, yeah, especially yeah, for yeah. some of our guys. What could possibly <laughs> go wrong? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What yeah. Go wrong. yeah, very, yeah. Uh, so, awesome. you know, my philosophy on that is a little different. It's, it's, I, I think there's a bigger issue that a lot of these young people, um, I mean, there's so many good, put it this way. Let's, let's start on the positive side. Uh, you know, I, as the regional director for Vietnam Veterans, uh, New England, I've traveled to the States now, and I see so many good people in the community stepping up. You know, Rutland, Vermont, Hartford, Connecticut, I've been in there. And this is inner-city kids who come out and they support veterans. They, You know, they volunteer when there's a fundraiser. And they know about, and they've they've learned about veterans. Yeah, their grandparents might have been. um, You know, as we get away from the World War II, unfortunately, you know, less and less have served. So, you know, now right currently there's less than 1% serving uh During Vietnam, I believe it was probably fifteen percent, and obviously World War II was seventy percent so as we get further away from that conflict, you have less serving, which means less young folks are being exposed to what a veteran is and so and and also, and in also
1: just in the schools yeah they don 't you know they're're they 're they're now um developing their curriculum around passing a test right. And it doesn't say anything about where was Danang located, yeah,
2: I think the last time oh, I looked I, at know, a history book at the high school, it was a page, maybe a page and a half on Vietnam, yeah, uh, and when you asked most of the kids, they didn't know some thought it was before World War two, some had no clue uh it, when it when it was who it was what what it was even about Some it, don't know where it was yeah. Justin. No, oh, none yeah. of them know where it was Go well, yeah, oh, yes you know. Yeah. So, so I think there's a you know, and, and as veterans, I think we now need to uh, take a step and ensure that um, the schools, as well as the young younger generation coming up behind us, at least have an idea of what the sacrifice means, what the monument. It's just not a monument with a few people holding a flag or a wall with fifty eight thousand names on it. Um, there, these are these are people who who went to the same schools they're going to. Who played in the same parks? Who, you know, these are these are
1: young people who sacrificed everything,
3: Just
2: so that we you, have what we have today.
1: Do you have any interactive videos at the Viet, uh, at your Vietnam Wall, like like pressing on? I, because I, I think the no, not 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 it not here, not not, not, not here because we're no. doing the moving wall is coming to Quincy. Correct. I believe they have some sort of interactive videos. They probably can because it's it's manned the whole time they're here. Yes, yeah. It's not yeah. left. We Oh,
2: that's right. You're, you're, our, the hall is permanent. It's is all, all alone. So it's there 24 hours a day. You can come in the middle of the night. It's all lit up. Cameras are working. you do, do, um, do, uh, Have you had... Some folks come in the middle of oh, the yeah. night. I've had a lot of my veterans tell me, is it okay if I come 10, 11 o'clock at night when there's nobody there? I, say, I yeah. have Absolutely. no idea you could come there at night. Yep. I Absolutely. think that's really cool. Um, we have it lit up all the way along. It's it's lit. The walkways are lit. Uh, you know, We tell them if that's when your time, you want to come. It's seven yeah. days a week, 24-7. Uh, and so I, I the, the bigger picture, like I said, is I, I think as veterans we need now, especially our generation, we need to do a better job, and, and this uh, Time to Honor, which was a book, came out on Vietnam. Uh, I'm going to encourage at least my VSO, and I'm going to try to meet with the school people very shortly and ask them that this needs to be in every high school library and in the town library as well, where, you know, maybe they'll let us in once a month to do a discussion about what Vietnam was. I mean, you know, you, you know the horror stories, but, you know, what it was like to serve during Vietnam – know, and, and explain to why fifty-eight thousand plus lost their lives, and what was that for? Fifty-eight thousand um,
1: teenagers.
2: Yeah, yeah. The average age was you know nineteen years old. Teenagers, so, babies. We need to do a better job as mm. veterans. Um, you know, it's easy to say that these are just a bunch of young kids who you know don't know anything, but uh, you know, I've seen, like I said, traveling around, I've, I've seen so many uh, young people in the community who come out to our fundraisers, who come out, the young kids that come to Quincy. Yeah. That whole group, yeah. they, they the set Ratsy tables kids. up. Yeah. You, know, those, you know, so you can't paint these four no. guys with a paintbrush and say they're all, quote, you know, And, and, and let whatever. me
1: Let me tell you a quick story. The other night I was in uh, Plymouth North High School. I was refereeing a basketball game. So I live in North Weymouth, not close to Plymouth North. <laughs> uh, that's okay. So I get out of the gym about 6.30 and I'm driving home and looking for my, my my phone. I can't find it, can't find it. I get home. It's nowhere around. And the horror that I left it down at the gym. Well, I drive back down to, like a maniac down Route 3, getting to the gym, hoping I make it before the last uh, janitor locks up. And uh, sure enough, I got there just in time. And there was my phone sitting on the scorer's table. Somebody found it. Yep. and turned it in and 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 with a gym full of Young high school kids right. you know you'd think that there would be one bad kid in there that would say hey let me let me grab this i can do whatever i can with it you know yep. but there it was and uh thanks and a, a shout out to all the kids down at Plymouth North High School that were at the game the other night that uh found my phone and uh um uh, uh uh, oh, Peter. and turned it in. But we need, to, we need to bring Peter McPhail on to the... Oh, he's uh, the Peter. best. We need uh, a uh, round uh, of applause. Uh, he's uh, the best. He'll, he'll be in in a couple of weeks. Uh, uh, Peter, are you out there, my friend?
3: Hey, I'm here, Greg. Listen I mean, to your voice. Uh, Ty to Justin and Gino and Wolfie everybody there. Um, Our life I is so hard, Peter. We're happy to hear from
0: you. What's
3: that? Our life is so hard that we're happy to hear from you. <laughs> That's good, Wolfie. That's good. Hey, The subject you're addressing about the um, Fall River, the damage on the thing, and about the high school students, so I want to tell you a quick little story. Sure. I'm on in West Bridgewater. It's the Memorial Day and uh, Veterans Day Committee. We renamed it the Memorial Day Veterans Day slash Veterans Legacy Committee. Two years ago, and then we went to the high school. We went to the Board of Selectmen, and then we went to the high school and requested a student representative from the senior class to be on the committee. So we started this two years ago. We've already had two seniors come in. We just sent out a new letter to get a senior for next year. So what happens is the seniors that we have are in the high school, talking about this program the teachers are telling them we need a volunteer to come to the work on the committee and what we have the committee doing is in addition to having the students help us with our parade or at memorial day services we're actually having the students put together for us a, um, a database on where all the veterans are buried in West Bridgewater.
1: Oh, wow! Wow!
3: Nice. Wow! So what we've done here, but the focus, the main point here, is wow. we've gone to the high school because mean. every city and town in Massachusetts has a committee just like ours. We've gone out to the high school and said, "Hey, listen, we want students in the high school to be on this committee so you can see how it functions and how we're treating and taking care of veterans." Nice!
1: Wow! Wow, Peter, how can we expand on that? Uh, you know, Every city gonna... in
3: town in the state, yeah. Greg, wow. has the ability to expand on it just like we did. And most, so what we and, do, we just send out the chairman of our committee, um, Pat Galligan, just signed off on a letter that goes to the superintendent of schools requesting a new student. The applications come back because they have to be approved by the, uh, the Board of Selectmen, and once that person's appointed, they, they sit as an appointee from July first and to June thirty. Wow! Wow! Great idea,
2: Peter. And I think that can get initiated at the VSO's
1: office because
2: most absolutely. VSOs oversee absolutely the parades. Justin. Every yeah.
3: VSO in the state could do this. <laughs> absolutely!
1: Wow. Do you think they would do it, Peter? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to bring it up tomorrow.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Peter. You just. I have a coffee tomorrow morning, and uh, the VSO is always there, so I will be uh, uh, on that tomorrow about getting uh, that maybe implemented. And a quick follow up to that. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Vietnam Veterans of America, we're the only that I know of veterans organization that is now authorized to give a uh a, a Eagle Scout um, an Achievement National Award. And I'll, I'll be presenting one this summer to the first uh, Massachusetts uh, Eagle Scout. And we're pretty proud that uh, we've been uh, authorized by National to give an Eagle Scout or a ROTC member this achievement award, and you can see that on if you go to VVA.org and you can get see the the, um, the information on how a uh, Eagle Scout or ROTC member. Boy, we could we it. got
1: we got 30 uh uh ROTC kids that'll do yeah. our show <laughs> and uh, our event in Quincy that uh, we uh, would would like to uh uh, but, uh nominate.
2: But see, those are the things that I'm talking about how we as veterans can now get this younger generation involved so that they'll understand maybe a little better that. You know what? What? Why these monuments exist? Um, that it's just not a a monument with with names on it, and so I think that's that's a, a great, Peter. i like I said, I've got a mission tomorrow, and I'll be filling that mission uh, in my coffee tomorrow.
3: Yeah. So the same by name with the um, Eagle Scouts, Justin. It's funny you mentioned that our committee sponsored a um, a scout in West Bridgewater. For the Eagle Scout project to build a retired flags box yep. for the fire station, and we helped promote it. We we did the uh, the committee that the student is on, the other student from the high school who happened to know this student the first year. They're all directly involved with this. So it's what you are talking about is is the things that we need to do as veterans and as public as citizens to try to get the younger generation involved.
2: Well, Peter, as a two hundred seven member. You can um, contact me, and maybe uh, your next Eagle Scout, uh, we could go together and we could
3: uh,
2: award the next Eagle Scout his uh, National Achievement Medal.
3: Absolutely, Justin. Now that I know we can do this, we will do that. All right, Peter. Nice. Okay, thanks, guys. I just wanted to tell you that story, and uh, hopefully that will help, and it's uh, food for thought. And see you in July. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, we're going to see see Peter in in June.
1: Yeah, Peter's going to be in in uh, uh April. in uh April, April. for our, for our Vietnam Veterans Night April 4th Peter we're going to we're looking forward to having you in and uh uh I had to invite another uh another one of us uh old uh, uh buzzard's uh, Tony Materna okay.
0: My, yeah. Tony was there today he gets he through he,
1: through he might show up that night too you know so we'll uh we we'll see that'll be our 10 year anniversary show so uh we're looking forward to having you guys in
3: that sounds great. You guys do a great job, and thanks, as always, Greg, and thanks, Justin, thanks, Wolfie, and thanks, Gino, for putting on the show tonight. All right. Peter, you know I'll call you when I need you. Okay. Oh, we'll do
1: it. I'll talk to you soon. All right, Brad. Thank you so much. That was uh, Peter McPhail. Uh, okay. uh He's been with well, the he's VA. Rock. He's the he, Rock. He's been a VSO. He's with the uh, – uh, what what group is he with in Rockland? Is it the – DAV. Bf- uh, DAV. B- or VFW. One of them. DAB, I think. One of them, one of yeah. them. They, they
0: support everything. There, but, but he just said something interesting. And, you know, we grew up with, my dad was a Normandy invasion guy. So when there was the Jewish World of Vets when we did the Christmas, there was a little discussion about it. But he was one of those guys that talked nothing about it. So he actually spent most of the time down playing it, not, you know, he had enough. But, so, but I, so bet you, I bet you, I bet
2: you though, when you probably don't know this, but I bet you when he was around his Fellow veterans, his age, different story. They talked about it
0: a little bit. Don't
2: don't yeah. don't think it was Yeah, yeah it was. they were in the corner talking. And when you yeah, walked you know, in, guess what happened? Stopped. Yeah. It stopped.
0: Yeah, so so it didn't get it didn't it, get out in the by, open the by, way it yeah, is today by osmosis. Kim and I got it, and then you know we were doing a little bit here and there, and it didn't get kindled back to light until Greg grabbed a hold of us and we changed the car show. So now it, so the people that had no contact with that have no. Reference point right. to say a veteran this or a veteran didn't because there's no one veteran did all this. Right. So it's not their fault, but it's our fault for not getting it in the system. And that's, that's what I'm talking that's about. That's our fault. Right? So this and is again because re- because it's not yeah. right now, you know
2: when yeah. we grew up in our generation. 99% of us, somebody served in our family. Sure. And then the next generation, less and less. And today, like I said, only 1% are serving. So a lot of these folks have no contact with a veteran. Zero. You all they, the all, they, T- see, all they
1: see is some old guy walking around with a veteran hat on, and that's all they know what a veteran is. We had was. the World War II vets. We had the Korean uh, had, War yeah, vets. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, everybody had multiple uh, multiple family members served. And you could even yeah.
2: have a World War One vet. He was... Elderly, but yeah, yep, yep, and and, and, and they were said, all
0: willing to help. And when you look at the hat, you see that some poor old guy who's a mess wearing the hat. And there was a terrific picture that I went around. Poor dad was sick, and the doctor was kind of looking down on him. He was sitting in a wheelchair, and I said, "Could you just stop for one second? You're looking at one of the toughest SOBs in the history of the world, right. and you're talking down to him." I said, "Change your whole
1: attitude." Yeah. Hey, what do you think my father did? He hit me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was that was on a, on account of he knew we missed another one yesterday, yeah. so that was just he just made, it made up. up. That just, was so up. just, just he was, account. He was
0: mad at me that I said that, but there was a. terrific Terrific picture that that just was on the Facebook and it showed one of the Vietnam guys with the butt and the helmet yeah. in the jungle with the with the fifty over shoulder and you say that old guy wearing the hat was that, that guy. guy. Yeah. If I were you, I wouldn't mess with. Him. Yeah. But meanwhile, we grew up with that. If you don't grow up with that, you don't know it. So you know what? Right. And Pete is right. And we need to start right now getting a, a pleasant. Um, yep. Factual information of of what the, the, the right. veteran situation, an active military, to respect the Absolutely. active military. Well, and
1: right now we need to uh, get to our sponsors because uh, really right. we uh, You're after really after, right. after we come back well. from this break, we've got a a, a very interesting uh, a friend that I've just uh, uh, met recently. Uh, he's dragged me into a job description in a job world. Uh, that I think there's going to be some veterans are going to want to uh, take advantage of these uh, uh, career uh, jobs that uh, uh, they're really looking at the veterans market. So take it away, please, Larry. We'll be back after these messages to talk to none other than the Peter Goodwin.
3: Insecurities.
1: Insecurities will follow us all. Uh, Thanks a lot, Larry. We appreciate you uh taking care of us tonight. And uh, uh uh just this last week I went to a conference in Boston and uh boy there were two hundred and fifty exhibitors and and about two thousand attendees and uh the gentleman that brought me in, Peter Goodwin, is uh working very closely with uh, um uh the veteran community, uh both uh, uh newly uh transitioning vets but Certainly, some older vets as well, and maybe some vets justin from the Navy and from the Coast Guard. They got used to turning valves.
2: <laughs>
1: and on the line is Peter Goodwin. Peter, are you out there?
4: I am, Greg, and I appreciate you reaching out to me this morning to fill in for uh, some big shoes. But I'll do it.
1: Well, you've uh, that. That's all right. We'll uh, we'll we'll make sure that. Uh, you you have an equal size pair of shoes here, Peter. Not to worry, not not okay. to worry. Uh, uh. I was really impressed with uh, uh, what you got going. But why don't you uh, why why don't you, in, in a nutshell, tell the tell our listeners about what you got going on.
4: Sure, I kind of put something together. It's about seven minutes. I try to practice it. Just to, I know you said five five or so minutes, but it's seven. Okay.
1: Well, we'll interrupt you whenever. Right. I mean, uh, you can start okay. for seven. You might get one or two. Uh, we'll see how it goes, Peter.
4: All right. You can cut me off whenever you want. No kidding. I don't
1: have a, no kidding.
4: Um, I appreciate everything you guys do and all the services you provide to veterans. Um, I don't have a nickname like Tommy Tomatoes or Wolfie, but yeah. uh, <laughs> <give> it, uh, <laughs> I appreciate you taking the time and the effort to get into Boston. I, we all know what a pain in the neck that is. Um, and, and I'm glad you uh, enjoyed being exposed to the great community. Um, so I, my name is Peter Goodwin. Um, I've been in municipal water and clean water, I call it, but most people think of it as wastewater and stormwater for almost 40 years. Um, and uh, I'm a, my full-time job is with a consulting company, so I plan and design water and sewer systems for municipalities and utilities across New England, um, but my volunteer job is with an association called the New England Water Environment Association, and it's got 2,500 members or more that are engineers, regulators, equipment salespeople, and most importantly, operators that operate our drinking water systems and our wastewater systems. And um, in the last five to 10 years, um, we've lost a lot of operators to retirement, sure. and I've been working on this for about 10 years. Um, I started when I went down to Washington, D.C. to co- talk to the congressional delegation, um, and, and we put together what's called the Water Warriors Jobs Initiative, um, and the water environment has kind of helped us support support us in doing that. Um, we know that veterans, we, our taxpayers spend a lot of money on, on our active duty service members on a yearly basis, and the training and experience that they get during their service career, um, and as veterans still have retained when they become a veteran, um, they're all completely aligned with working in our industry. Um, Things like mission-focused, teamwork, chain of command, focusing on community, crisis management, lots of training, there's a lot of training in our industry, and and critical decision-making. We all wake up in the morning. I'm not sure what water everybody has, but you brush your teeth, you jump in the shower, and you use the toilet. But if there's no water there, it's difficult to do. So we call ourselves kind of the invisible workforce. Most of our utilities are underground and out of sight. The only time that anybody has an issue with it is when you can't flush the toilet or you can't brush your teeth or take a shower. So with almost 200,000 to 250,000 um service members transitioning each year out of the service, they want to find good careers. And we initially focused on veterans and worked with the state, the various state DOLs, and we soon found out that most of the veterans have a lower unemployment rate than the state itself because they're hardworking um, and they fall into maybe a career or a job. They, they might have a family and they need to support them and they want to work. So they fall into something that might not be completely aligned with, um, you know, a career that they could enjoy and that they've been trained for. So um, we came up with, uh, at the request of some of the congressmen and senators, um, that we were looking for funding. We were looking for funding to, to train some of these transitioning service members back in 2015 that were getting out of the Middle East conflicts. And um, that kind of fell through. But we came up with four tentpoles, so four key areas that we wanted to focus on. And I worked with a Navy veteran who, interestingly enough, was a nuclear machinist made on a sub. And after his service, he really didn't want to work in the nuclear industry. Um, mm-hmm. he, he wanted to do something else. He, be, he fell into a job. He became a security guard. And he had two young kids and a wife and lived in her an apartment. And he, interestingly enough, his landlord was an operator at the local wastewater treatment plant and said, you, he fixed his tractor, and he said, you should come down and get a job, and right now, that gentleman, with only 12 years in the field, is the chief operator for four wastewater treatment plants for the Portland Water District up in Portland, Maine. Wow. It's a, it's a big position. He's an awesome guy. He's an awesome story. And, and those um, are
1: but, family, you can support a family on uh, on on that type of a, uh, uh oh, occupation, oh, I'm sure.
4: Yes, yes. Yes. In addition to the, the you know, the, the salary, there's overtime. Uh, things always fail, Mechan- mechanical things always fail. But also the the benefits are sure. answer, other area for life insurance and health and, you know, healthcare care and things like that. But the four areas we really focused on, and I'll get into them in more detail quickly, were training and education. And we need to, you know, provide training and education. Uh, operators are required to have licenses at different levels we focus licensing and facilitating licensing, and I'll get into that in a second, recruiting and apprenticeships. So with respect to training and education, um, we worked with the DOL to, 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 and their veterans programs. But a couple of things, Bristol County Community College has a free water and wastewater, drinking water and wastewater program that was funded by a grant um, that should be considered. And, uh, Greg, you, you had a long talk with the folks from Veolia that actually have recently put together, the is a contract operations company. So they, cities and towns, hire them to run their facilities, but they hire a lot of people. Um, and I hope you catch up with them more.
1: Oh, sure. But they
2: have
4: free online program to, to, to provide the education so you can sit for your licensing. So the second thing was licensing and certification. Um, interestingly enough, there's, there's no, so you have to have experience and then you have to take a test. And what we push for in each state has their own licensing board through the Department of Environmental Protection. And we've got verbal commitments. And A few states have actually changed their statutes or their laws. Any honorably discharged veteran is given one year of experience towards their license so they can fit for a higher license or fit early for a license. That, that, that's,
1: have- that's a great feature, Peter, uh, You know, I've been working with a couple of gentlemen lately, and we've been lamenting about the fact that uh, the colleges are uh, are not doing their part in transferring of military credits. They're way behind. They're lacking. uh, But it's nice to see that uh, you're giving the vets a little shot up and, uh, you know, uh, you're you giving them a, 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 a little uh, bit of gratitude for what they've gone through and and who they are now.
4: And what they're training and they're, just their experience of working with a team. Yep. Uh, uh, I know they may call it something different in each service branch, but if you have a specific MOS related to water, um, say you were, a, uh, oh, I, I don't know the number, I apologize, in the Air Force and you're on, you were know, on fuel distribution system, they would give you two years of experience. So wow. you could sit for, you know, a mid-level license. And when you have a mid-level license, your salary is typically commensurate with that. Right. What, kind, so,
1: what kind of dollars approximately are we talking about, Peter?
4: Um, so starting as, you know, a, a, a distribution labor or a collection system labor, I've seen numbers of about $25 an hour. Some areas, you know, more remote might yep. be a little less, yep. but the, the industry is, you know, the range of salaries. Uh, so twenty-five an hour is what about fifty? That, a little over fifty thousand. Yeah, that's
1: a thousand dollars a week is fifty-two grand.
4: Yeah. So, um, I superintendents when you get to the top of the chain, food chain. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing that's great in the industry. You're always advancing and always moving up. Sure. You become, then you can become a foreman, a shift foreman, and then you come, you know, a superintendent, and then you come general manager. Um, So there's always advancement, which is another thing that aligns with military experience. Let me tell you about the third thing. Um, Recruiting, we started out, like I said, with the DOLs, and we found out that, you know, the veterans have jobs, and it's difficult to kind of recruit someone to a new career. Um, So they opened our eyes to the Transitions Assistance Program, which I guess has been in effect since 2008
1: or 2009. Sort of, yep, yep.
4: We've really reached out to those programs. Unfortunately, New England doesn't have a lot of permanent installations where they run TAP programs. No. Uh, We've had some success, as you saw um, when you were in Boston with the Coast Guard. Kevin Cronin over at the Coast Guard has embraced us and invites us to the various um, sessions he has, and we spend 15 minutes, and we had uh, three or four people sign up to join um, us at a meet and greet uh, in January at the conference in Boston, and and two or three showed up. So that was great, and hey, I think, hey, I,
2: hey, it, hey Peter, how do we get? How do they get in touch with you?
4: Um, I can give Greg my email. Um, or it, I can it, is,
1: how about the association? Isn't it right. like the N E W E A? If somebody wanted to find out, you know, yeah. s- some some more in, in, information about you, Peter, because we got so, we don't, we're, we're running out of time here tonight.
4: Well, I want to finish that one quick thing on apprenticeships. Because this is critical. Um we've got lots of volunteer utilities in cities and towns that would participate in an apprenticeship program, and what we found out is if someone is GI Bill eligible, they can get a housing stipend for twenty four months if they're involved in an approved program. Oh. That's two thousand dollars, up to two thousand dollars. I think some geography's higher. Yeah. But you you can you can reach me through www.newa.org. NEWA dot org.
1: Okay org, a- right P- peter
4: yeah
1: and uh yeah. also you can reach uh, you can get to, to peter through me uh my number yeah. 781-985-1551 if you've got any ideas about looking at a solid forever um uh, lifetime job with great benefits uh stability i mean very very stable uh, occupations no peter
4: Absolutely
1: it's it's recession proof. It's recession proof and uh you know we, they they need uh uh, uh quality folks, right. dependable uh, uh, uh operators and uh I'm I'm sure Peter once they get started that the veterans uh would would climb the ladder pretty quickly.
4: Oh, absolutely. With all their training and experience. And I got to be honest, I don't have a solid statistic, but I will tell you that people in our field, the percentage of people that are veterans or have served is way over many other industries. It's it's unbelievable.
1: So they get that feeling of camaraderie. Well, Peter, this is only the first time we're going to, we're going to talk to you. We're going to have you back on again, and we're going to see you this summer at our uh, big uh, uh, festival on July 13th. So uh, I want to thank you uh, for opening up my eyes last week, Peter, to a, a great career path that I hope a lot of uh, uh, our listeners out there would be interested in.
4: Love to hear from them. And again, thank, thank you, Greg and uh, Veterans Voice Network for, for having me on.
1: Sounds great, Peter. Thanks again for taking your time to, to call in tonight. Uh, that was Peter Goodwin, uh, everybody. Uh, 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 extraordinaire uh, with this N.E.W.A. The, the water works. Uh, clean water is a big deal. And it's going to be more of a big deal as time goes on. Uh, Wolfie, your your you Susan is Susan, involved in in, yeah. in in a lot of clean water, and uh, you know we need clean water, we need clean air, and uh,
0: and we use the veteran voice contact to get John Sullivan, who's in charge of Boston Water and Sewer. Um, I sent all that information to him to see if we can get him to be part of that.
1: Sounds great. Well, we'll uh, we'll look at that when we come back uh, after these messages. So. Uh, Larry, why don't you take it away uh, for our last break, and we'll come back to follow up and talk about next week's show. Take it away. Well, welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio. Here as we're finishing up. Uh,
2: Can we get a shout out to our missing link? Who's she's not here this
1: week? I, I, I absolutely. I, I did. You know the callers
2: are going to call in. Right? I know. I know. What and and she hasn't been here for. Two and weeks.
1: Richard's going to be calling in, wondering why. Uh, we're not hearing from Jenny. Yeah. So, so, so Jenny is uh, little vacay. She's a little vacay at the Punta Cana. Wow. And be back next week. Well, I, gotta be refreshed. I, I, I my vacation is Nantaska Beach, maybe. <laughs> uh a daddy's it, for a picture of Bill. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's it. That's all to, I got. I'm yeah.
0: trying to save up a few bucks. I want to go to either Rehoboth or Chelsea. This <laughs> yeah. time. Oh,
3: yeah. that's you know <laughs> where the action is. Yeah. It, 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 hey, at it, least Chelsea's got
0: came. the KM Franks factory. But she's not in Cleveland. no, she didn't go to Cleveland. no, than that. Sure we have a quick a quick request uh, on the Red Cross food bank in Boston they have 3 or 4 of those big Not the jitterbugs. What do you call a straight truck? It doesn't – not a trailer truck. Like a box truck? Yeah, the big box trucks. There's three of those big box truck refrigerator trucks. They just do local food pickup and delivery, and um, they're looking for a veteran for part-time to do that. So I guess the best number is just to call me at 781-771-6416, and we'll put you uh, you – just send you right off to the Red Cross Food Bank. They feed – Twice a week they line up and go in about twelve hundred to eighteen hundred people at a pop. they line in wow, so they get some food. They get trailer trucks, not trailer trucks, what do you call it box, box trucks, yeah, the refrigerator yep. trucks. One's all apples, one's all grapes, one's all pears. So they're looking one's all for a, a, a driver. Local truck driver. Yeah. Local yep. truck driver. So please give me a call. Call Greg. Everyone has Greg's number. Yeah, we'll, we'll all. Put, we'll put you right through. to. No, I'll take the application and write it up on the computer. Yeah. Okay, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe <laughs> not. No. We'll get a crayon. So we'll send you right to David Andre. He's a saint of food, and um, he really needs a regular veteran. They said right away, let's just get some vets.
1: Hey, and we need a veteran here in W. Uh, ATDWMEX and uh, at the Veterans Voice Radio uh we need some help with our web uh site. Are there any veterans out there that would like to uh come in and and be part of this exciting somewhat uh uh, organized, interesting <laughs> crew. Uh, raw, as uh, our friend Mr. Sullivan will, uh, yeah, we, will 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 call us. We need different skill sets. The ridiculous
0: skill sets have been taken by the five of us. Yeah, we need yeah. a real skill set.
1: Yes, we need we we need a WordPress. That's right. Web developer. Right. WordPress is a very common uh, program, and uh, you get to be part of this exciting crew. You get to be part of helping out the community. And we joke about what we do here, but uh, Wolfie and I, uh, through the food drive, have given away a quarter of a million pounds of food over the last 37 months. Uh, uh, Justin's raised millions of dollars for the Vietnam uh, Wall Committee to, to build a beautiful wall down there. Uh, Gino... Yeah, not so much.
3: <laughs> he's technical. We, we he's all technical. need an anchor. He's, a Mo- he's, he's mostly waiting for when does he get to eat something? Again? <laughs> he's mostly sit around thinking about food.
1: Uh, Gino, you're uh, you're you're a critical part of he's us. An idea here. guy, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you're and you you're here keeping us uh, uh, online and uh, uh, keeping us uh, uh, going. But we really do need a web designer, uh, someone that would help to add some new features to our website as well as maintain and 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 keep it up to date on a weekly basis. So uh, please, if you've got some uh, web development skills, please give me a call, 781-985-1551. Maybe you have a web development company and you want to uh, come in here and see if you can help us and maybe we can help to promote your company uh, as as, as part of our relationship. So it would be a uh, part-time, long-term position. We've been on the air for 10 years. We're looking for another 10 years. So uh, we'd love it if a a veteran uh, uh, had some uh, experience in the WordPress development world, Please give me a call, 781-985-1551. And, and this,
0: this is really something really important because all the information that comes to us, a lot of it just ends up in, in, in the air, in dead space. This is going to be the calendar. What's the right word for it? Yeah, right. The base place to go, the calendar sure. of all the existing events. Yep. So anytime a veteran says, I need a job, I need to go to an event. I'm looking for this. I'm looking for that. We started out, and Greg and, and and everybody made this the program so damn big. There's too many things for us to handle. Yeah. So this is not just a straight web job. This is directly helping veterans.
1: And it's a lot of fun. We have a we have a great time here. You'd be exposed to oh so many uh, interesting people. Uh and and we we have a a, a great network, great friends. And um, it, it's, it's something that we'd like to have you come on board. I think we can scrape a few bucks together to uh, uh, provide some uh, some earnings for Hi. you. So uh, please give me a call, 781-985-1551. But let's not forget, if you want to talk to somebody, yes. 988 is the number at the prompt, dial 1. The success that 988 has had has been tremendous and it's because of the people answering the phones they're trained they're veterans they're there to listen to you and they've been there done that you're not going to shock them so please 988 if you want somebody to talk to uh they're there and reach out and um i I know you'll 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 find a lot of comfort there so boys thank you very much for for coming in tonight larry thanks for keeping us uh on here uh, next week where we've uh, got another uh, uh action packed uh, uh show with uh some folks coming in from the National Parkinson's Foundation uh talking about uh that Parkinson's problem and what we're doing about it and uh boy we got some big news coming up in the next few months about it. So Larry once again thank you very much for taking care of us tonight. Wolfie uh great job on the food drive and uh uh, thanks to Kimmy and all the volunteers that showed up today. Because uh, if it was up to me and just me and Wolfie would still be unloading the truck. And so good night everybody. Stay warm and uh, we'll see you all next week. Take care, everybody.
3: Can you tell me where he's
2: gone?